Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Did you know that I dreamed you up? I may have told you that before. No, seriously. I dreamed up this podcast years ago when I wrote my very first vision, and I dreamed you up too. So thank you. Thank you for showing up in my dream and coming to these conversations week after week. And if this is your first time here, I'd like to personally welcome you to the Vision Driven Mom community, where we believe that anything is possible, even feeling good in motherhood. Now, one thing I speak about over and over again during these conversations is that living a vision-driven life is a game-changing way of living. It's a moving toward what you want rather than pushing away from what you don't. Imagine what our world would be like if every mom lived a vision-driven life. The ripple effect it would have on our kids, on their friends, on their families, and so on and so on. So before I introduce my next guest, I wanted to let you know about something really big that's coming soon. I'm starting a movement, really. The Vision Driven Mom movement is coming and I can't wait to share it with you. It's about changing the generational patterns of being for moms and families. It's about letting go of the old way and creating something new and unique for families worldwide. It's about taking your yoga off the mat and into the world in a way that only you can. Now, I'm putting the finishing touches on the Vision Driven Mom movement right now, and I will share all the goodness with you when it's ready. In the meantime, be on the lookout for the big announcement. Now, if you haven't already, download the Vibe Care Toolkit at vibecaretoolkit.com. That will get you on my email list, and then you'll be the first to know about all the goodness that's yet to come. On that note, you are going to love my next guest. Christina Fletcher is a spiritually aware parent coach and energy healer. She helps overwhelmed moms align to their truest selves so they can show up whole for their families and themselves. With tools in mindset, spirituality, mindfulness, and conscious parenting, she helps you dive deep into living a fulfilling life and releasing the stress and chaos in the process. Christina is, is the mom of three teenagers and the wife of her soulmate, and she lives in the UK. Now, we had so much fun during this interview, um, and I really love her light and joyful energy. Enjoy the episode. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Well, hey, Christina, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. It's fantastic to be joining you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So now can you tell us about your journey? I know that you have, I've been on your website and I've, I've seen you had quite a journey to get to where you are today and doing the work that you're doing in the world. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Ooh, that, that is quite the mouthful probably. How long do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know this is me as well. (laughs) So I'm going to grab my coffee. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Sit back, relax. Um, it really, Spirituality and um, living with practical spirituality of how that can flow within my life was always something that was in the 
in my heart uh, before I had kids. Um, and it actually led me on a bit of a mystical, magical journey in order to meet my husband, who I kind of met on spontaneously, even traveling across the ocean. Um, but then when all of a sudden I found a baby in my arms, all of a sudden it was like all of these shoulds came pounding through into my brain and I felt disconnected from that. It was it was like there was a glass wall that all of a sudden meant that I couldn't reach the connection and grounded understanding of how I could live a deeper life and a deeper version of myself. It all went out the window. Mm -hmm. And then I had my next daughter, our next daughter came uh, 10 months later. So she actually, I had two under a year. Oh, and then that meant that everything really went into total deep chaos. Yeah. And it was a journey of tempting routines and having what everyone telling me the shoulds of, oh, they need this and they need that. And I found myself more and more tired and more and more of a shell of the person I knew I could be. Mm -hmm. And I was getting more stressed and more upset. And I just couldn't find peace of heart and peace of mind. And then one day, probably our daughters were about mm, three, I guess, again, two under it within a year, right? So three at different times. And um, I found myself just shouting. And I can still remember mm -hmm. this moment where I was trying to get our younger daughter into her stroller so I could take her to the park. And she was twisting her body and squirming and she would not get in. And I found myself so frustrated and not realizing that I had taken her away from one of the games she was playing. Mm. And I was like, we're going to have fun at a park <laughs> right. and I'm mad. And I remember this massive aha moment where I was like, I don't want to feel like this way for 18 years. <laughs> so right. I don't want this. This is not who I am. Yeah. And it was from there that all of a sudden I, it was like a door that had been locked shut from all mm -hmm. the shoulds and responsibilities and roles that I felt I had to play. And I turned this key and all of a sudden I turned the key out and said, you know what? Show a different way. Right. And I decided to start co-parenting with spirit, as I like to say. And all of a sudden, how I felt became something that mattered. It was mm -hmm. like, how do I want to feel? And what am I sending out into the world? And what am I attracting from how I feel? And the law of attraction became a prominent uh, focus in our lives. My husband and I discovered Abram Hicks because you know how the universe works. It kind of barrels right. things along and all of a sudden the right tools come in at the right time. So all of a sudden, um, I started asking the right questions mm -hmm. and it became more important to me to be happy than right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And from that moment on, I stopped the yelling and okay. Yeah. There was some moments where I forgot. Of course there always is. And I discovered a new way of being and, and it just kept giving back. Mm -hmm. And then when I became pregnant with our son, um, about six years later, um, I, it was a very stressful time of life. There was some problems in my family. There was some mental health issues that some family members were dealing with. And it was just a very tumultuous time. And I connected to the spirit of our son and I said, you mm. want to come? This is when, you know, this is your journey. You right. got to come, you got to come on your terms and I'm here holding space for you. Mm. And we developed a spiritual bond in well, being in pregnancy. And I really learned how to dive into the deep, I suppose, right. to make sure that I was living from this deeper perspective and flowing with this deeper view of life and connecting to my whole self. And I slowly realized 
that the more I connected within that, the better parent I was. Mm, and beautiful. it just unfolded. Right. And then, of course, when you put attention on something, the rewards start to flow forward. So yeah. suddenly my daughters were like, oh, we're so glad you're not mad anymore. You're so much easier to talk to. And all of a sudden they were preteens. And it was like, I remember my daughter actually turning to me one day and being like, the best thing you ever taught us was the law of attraction. My goodness, this makes life so much better and so much easier. Nice. And you go, okay. And even now we're best friends, you know, right, um, right. we connect deeply and it's, uh, you know, knowing that they use spirituality and practical tools of spirituality to help them navigate through their teens. And as they go into their twenties, it's, it's a deep reward. So yeah. And now I get to do that with other people and help them with those tools. So I became a coach about six years ago after writing my book, after my first, after my son's birth, I wrote my first book. And then, um, after that, I started coaching. Right. All right. That's my journey. There's so much good stuff in there and, and I have lots of questions for you. Good. We also, I also was, um, I didn't have two, I didn't have two under one, <laughs> my goodness, but I did have two under two. I had to, my kids were 17 okay. months apart, uh, months apart. And that is, uh, unless you have kids that close, you have no idea you have two babies. You really yeah. have two babies, yeah. but you don't have the luxury of having twins, right? Of having to go through the stages at I know. the same time, You're like, right? This is like twins on two different schedules. This is like, right. Wait this a is minute. hyperdrive. Yes. <laughs> It's funny, you know, before I, um, before I had my kids, I I had my, I had my kids later, a little bit later in life. And, um, and so I thought, oh, well, if I only, if I only had twins, you know, I could, um, I could, uh, you know, I could just do this thing. And, and then I had twins and not really, you know, 17 months apart. Yep. There you go. Oh, it's a challenge. (laughs) It's beautiful. But I love, I love what you said about that, that realization, that click in you that I do not want to, that I don't want this to be me for 18 years. Right. And I, so he, and here's the thing. A lot of us feel that way, but not all of us decide to make the change. We just do that thing that everybody that you're supposed to do the shoulds you yep. talked about the shoulds right yeah most of us do the shoulds what we should do and what we should do is we should just grin and bear it for the next yep. 18 years yeah but i truly believe and I, I know that this is where you are too in your business is that we are doing our children a great disservice 100 percent by waiting for 18 years 100%. right because they're learning from us, Absolutely. you know, this is, you, you taught your children. I mean, whether you taught your, you know, they, they learn, I, I say, you know, my son, my son reads me like a book and I almost, I, I have that, that similar, he's my oldest, but I had that, that connection with him in utero that there, like, there is something about this kid. Like I did, yeah. I didn't necessarily, we weren't necessarily connecting like you did, but I definitely, I definitely felt that there is something, there's something bigger here. And then when yep. he was born, there absolutely was, yep. you know, I knew, I knew that he was honestly, he's here for me and we're all here for each other, but he's here for me. And my daughter is here for my, my, my husband, which is okay. really interesting. Yep. Um, but you talked about, um, you talked about, uh, practical spirituality. Okay. And mm-hmm. so what I, what I was saying, I got a little, I got a little, little, I do it all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's my, it's my mind and it's okay. So, um, so 
but you teach so whether you're teaching your kids you know you're teaching in the 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 normal way or the way that you know the way that we're the way that we teach you know or that's one thing right you are homeschooling moms so you're teaching your kids but but they're and they learn what you teach them but they're really learning what you're doing absolutely and how you are being and if you are being that raging angry mom that's what they learn right and and it's it's a really interesting realization and kind of slap in the face when you realize oh my gosh my kids are they're they're me you know yeah i think also i think it goes deeper too because um i wanted to make sure that my kids always knew that they were responsible for how they felt Mm, right um and that it, it was a bit of a harsh reality check when I realized that they weren't in charge of my happiness and right. I wasn't in charge of theirs. And right. instead, if I was railing at them, I was saying, you're not making me happy. Mm, right. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Am I so so is this the way you're supposed to live? Is this what the messaging for the rest of your life needs to be of being change your behavior so you make other people happy? And I was like, that right, right, that right. right there. I was like, no, 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 no. I was yeah. like, first of all, you're not in charge of my happiness. Right. And then it was like, oh, wait, actually, this can work two ways. You might be whining at me to get you this toy or whatever, but I'm not in charge of your happiness. Right. <laughs> like, That's, this can work both ways. You're in charge of your happiness and I'm in charge of mine. Yeah. So, I, I love I was, that. It, it was a profound slap in the face in some ways, yep. but it also was freeing because it was like, you're not happy, but that's, I can help you find ways to make yourself happy, but it's right. not my job to right. be the source of your happiness. Oh, Christina, what a beautiful thing to teach it's, your kids, right? It, it was, yeah. And I mean, also relearn myself yeah. because I think we've all were, well, for most of us, we were raised by that kind of concept of getting into trouble and doing things that made people unhappy and having to conform your way. And, and so it took quite a few years of actually reprogramming my thinking of going, what's mine in this? What is my calling in this? Mm -hmm. What, what do I feel I need to do or Mm -hmm. what have I been told I had to do? What am I feeling guilty about? But it's actually not my guilt. It's actually somebody else's way of saying, do what you, you know, do what's making me happy. Yeah. And so it took some time of actually reprogramming that and going, my inner calling what am my intuitive guidance um in this situation what am i being pulled to do what do i know feels right to who the person i want to be yeah and then within that asking those questions for my kids my kids now like they will know uh something doesn't feel right mom it doesn't feel right to Mm, me it's like okay go for it right right listen to that listen to that always it's vitally important, I think, to empower our kids now to make sure that they listen to their hearts and listen yeah. to what they want to do. And I mean, it's amazing how those little things pop up. I remember like, you know, there's so, so much that we're passed on of like, be a good citizen and right. be a good and you go, that's fine. There are certain things that you have to do in order to be a good citizen, but let's not make sure it steps in to being having your choices taken away of how you feel and who right. you are. Right, right. And not actually living into who you are, you know, yeah. being it. That's a, that's kind of a fine line too, that, cause I, I do, that is, that is one thing that I struggle with is how do I teach my kids to, 
to be good citizens. I like how you said that. Be good yes. citizens. And and you know, and and but also be yourself and and yeah, it's a it's an interesting it's a it's a balance. It, it is a fine line. Um yeah. the way I felt into navigating into that because I remember, you know, um I we were in Canada because I'm Canadian. Now we're in the UK, but um, so I was. I remember looking at the learning outcomes of my kids' curriculums when we first started ho- homeschooling, and I remember seeing that they will learn how to be good citizens. And I remember all of my heart just went <laughs> like, "What does and that mean? Went, Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Rewind. Rewind. What exactly is this?" And so it. Um, I did take a little bit of a deep dive into that. And first and foremost, the cornerstone always had to be listen to your instincts. Yeah. Um, and then the other cornerstone that we always used was the golden rule. So you teach people how you treat people, how you want to be treated. Right. Right. That's it. And then the next step was, so here's this society and you have this world and everyone's trying to live in balance and harmony. And they're trying to make things fair for all people, you know, and you talk like age, age, age equivalent right Right. where you go so here here's this running of things well everyone can't just be going off doing things right you know there's going to be certain things like you know you don't run a red light because of the risks everything has a ripple effect so you break things down of what good citizen really means to you and what where that shows up in life and then you actually find the reasoning of why that's important right it's not because you're told to do that that's exactly. not what makes you a good citizen. It's because it's a natural consequence of the person you want to be. Mm, right. That results okay. in you doing those things. So it's finding the hidden whys. Yeah. And then you also can feel empowered that if all of a sudden something does become an injustice, you can actually say, okay, someone explain to me the why. Like yeah. just you can look out for those answers and right. you need to start asking those answers. What are the whys of why these things are coming in? Right. It's, it, it's conscious citizenship. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the encompassing your heart space and making sure you're living up to your truth. Because I think, um, and let's face it, kids as of two or three are naturally there wanting that sense of, of being that person, right? Yeah, they, exactly. they know, like, you know, their automatic thing is I'll run out into the wor- wor- road. It doesn't matter. And you're like, mm, no, actually, because then you will be hit by a car. Oh, look, here is the, you know, the crosswalk, we go to the crosswalk and here are the things because that way then you're safe. And immediately they start breaking it down of, oh, everything has a consequence. And this is why right. I'm doing it this way. Right. It's not because right. that's just what you're told to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that you called it um, conscious citizenship. I've not heard of that before, but that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, I haven't and heard of it before either. It just kind of came out. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. It's exactly yeah. what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, that and, works. And thank you for listening. Right. Um, so you talked about in the in the um, in the uh, when you were telling us about your journey, you talked about practical spirituality. What does that mean? Because that that really resonates with me. I have been. I have been, I think the first book that my mother, my mother was feeding me books, right? The uh, Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain, like back in Great the 70s, mom. right? Thanks, mom. I yeah. know. Um, many Lives, Many Masters by by uh, by Brian Weiss. Like he, she was feeding me all of these books. Really? And so I'm, I'm very, um, and it's just, it's, it, I devour, I mean, my whole life, decades, right? My yep. whole life, I've just, this is me, right? Yep. 
And there's the part of me that felt very different, right? So I'm a very spiritual person, but I hid it for many years, so like decades, um, until until this awakening of my own with um, when I had my kids. And I realized that I was learning, but I wasn't practicing, right? Yep. I was learning all of these things that, you know, mind-body connection and energy healing and, and uh, yoga and meditation, like all of these things, but I wasn't oh gosh, this is great. And I was, I was like, I, I call it spiritual addiction where you're like, oh my gosh, I want that little, little, like 30 seconds. I want to stay in that little 30 seconds of connection yep. and not wanting to be in my body. Right. Cause yep. that was great. You know exactly what I'm talking yep, about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that was me for many years. And then when I had my kids like, okay, so I, I can do this it sounds like what you're talking about, practical spirituality. Anyway, long, long, um, long question to what, what is that to you? What does that mean to you? Practical spirituality. I love that question. Um, I, I think there was, it was actually summed up in, in, in the idea of it really being in your body. I, mm -hmm. I realized, um, slowly, I suppose that there was a tendency to fragment ourselves. Yes. And that, you know, you look at mind, body and spirit and, you know, you have your moments of the day that you're in your body and you have your moments of your day that you think about things and you get all caught up in your mind and then you have your spirit and it's like, oh, I need to make sure that I'm like, you know, doing my gratitude practices or I'm meditating or I'm praying or, you know, I need my spirit time. Okay. And, and I watched that. Um, and then all of a sudden uh, it developed into a craving for wholeness mm -hmm. where it was like, actually i'm a spiritual being having a physical experience yes i i'm i'm this is not something that oh i'm going to do my spirit time and i'm going to go up and take it off the shelf and practice it and then put it back up there so that then i can go be myself with my kids right this is i'm a spirit mm -hmm. so um energy healing when i started training in energy healing really encompassed it because it meant that all of a sudden I, it wasn't just oh spiritual over here it was like Oh, I'm actually energy. I'm, 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 I'm spiritual energy. It's flowing through this casement that I carry around with me. Nice. Um, and it became about going, well, how can I then show up as this version of myself, this spiritual whole version of myself mm -hmm. in every moment of the day? Mm, or right. at least when I'm aware of it. I, I always point out that my business is called spiritually aware parenting because no one is fully spiritual all the time. We need right. that disconnection because of contrast. It, that's how we grow and learn and expand. So you can't exactly. always be aware of it. So uh, you can be aware of it. You just aren't always connected to it. So um, within that, it, it became about what are the practical ways to call this in. So practical spirituality shows up in simple tools. Um, one of my favorites is focusing on your feet that actually where attention goes, energy flows. Yep. So therefore, if you focus on your feet, you get the energy out of your head and you ground and right, immediately your right, spiritual right. energy floods through you and you become present and whole in who mm -hmm. you are. Um, little things like crystals can be practical spirituality if you use them to make sure that before you go out to a stressful outing, you know, maybe you throw on your garnet bracelet or your you know something to help you ground to help or your, you connect. your blue lace agate while you're um doing a podcast episode. absolutely absolutely <laughs> right. definitely definitely like my desk is like 
littered with with crystals because right. it's like okay what do i need what do i call on right. um i also use essential oil royal rollers so that you know for different like focuses and different you yeah. know making sure that i call myself in always yeah. calling myself in calling myself in making sure calling that yourself connected. in i that's beautiful that's what you're doing you're calling yeah. yourself in. oh that's perfect yeah it's it's about how do i show up and fully i'm awake like, mm-hmm. I, the term awake actually has become rather um, loaded right now, but, yeah. but that you're really waking up in yourself. It's like, right. it's not about waking up in the world. It's about waking up in myself. Yeah. How do I show up, um, in whatever capacity, what do I need to do to show up? So right. it's not the, like you pointed out, you know, that you have that wonderful feeling of when you're spiritually connected and you're in a deep meditation and you're like, oh yeah, just, this is, this is like, this is the business. This I want to so stay good. right here, right here. All, the time. all the time, but that no, it doesn't serve us. And it doesn't, not, it, it doesn't, um, it's fascinating. Another, another way to look at it. I actually, um, last weekend, weekend before, um, I took a workshop in the Kabbalah mm-hmm. and it was fascinating to actually learn about like, you know, you, you, he showed this image of the tree of life and it was like divided up into the four worlds of ourselves. So, you know, your, your, your body, your mind, your spirit and right. the soul. So like the universe. And he described it as, you know, it's layers of yourself. So rather than seeing it separate and in think, he's like, imagine it like an accordion that's mm. folded up on itself. And that right. is your containment. And you watch as you're in different parts of yourself and they all need balance, but they all work together as a whole. And it's all right. about that. Right. And so that's what practical spirituality is to me. It, yeah. It's not over here that you get to tiptoe over. And you have those buzzes and you have those highs and it's like this amazing, wondrous thing. And let's, we actually like to say those don't serve you. They actually do because right. they make you aware of what it feels like to really be yourself. Right. And that's, that's an important part. You have to know what it feels like to be in those spaces because then yeah. you get the encompassed version of yourself. You're like, whoa, this is what it's like to be totally part of oneness. Okay. Right, right. right. I can bring this in. Just not to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, like, have, we have the opportunity to be in this this exactly. physical form, this human form with all of our senses. And it's a it's a gift. So why we yeah. need to take the gift. You, too, you, you, right? There's there's literally is you have all of eternity to be in that space. We yeah. have this lifetime to be in this. So, yeah, it's 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 important to look around and appreciate what you can in this life. Yeah. And to 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 savor and allow yourself to feel the actual vibrations coursing through you of, of the more you appreciate something, the high, the, the higher your vibration goes, the more right. you feel lighter and in flow. And then you get to watch the fact that, Hey, guess what? If you, if you focus on how you want to feel and, and you expand on that feeling and you allow it to grow within you, guess what? You start attracting more things that actually right. meet that feeling. And all of a sudden it becomes really tangible and really playful. And you're like, Oh, this is what life's about. That's it. That, and, and I, I truly believe that we are, we're in this human form for, first of all, to, um, to grow, like we're yep. here to grow, to get to the next level in our mm-hmm. spirituality. We are, but we're also like, our job here is to experience joy. Like that's our mission. That's our, that's our, our purpose in life. And, and, and it's up to us, all of us, to find those things to bring bring us joy. And then when we're in that place, that's when we're more connected. Yep. And no wonder that that's when the things, you know, when we start attracting, like attracts like, right? When yep. we are in that expansive place of 
man, this, I feel amazing. We're connected mm -hmm. and we attract more of what we want. It's exactly. really interesting exactly. and beautiful. And also from that space, like you said, we're more connected. So because yeah. we're more connected to our, our whole spiritual self, to, to the universe in itself, then we notice solutions far faster. That's we know exactly how it, to right. connect with other people better. So therefore then, even you could actually stretch it to the point that the more you're connected into your truest self, following your bliss, following mm -hmm. your joy, you actually do become a better conscious citizen. Mm. Because you're not just drained out, feeling worn down and feeling like a shell of yourself. All of a sudden, you're full of all of your capacity and you're showing up. Well, I, I mean, even my podcast is called Showing Up Whole. You have right. to show up whole, you yeah. know, um, and bring all of all parts of you in into that moment. Yeah, I so. love that. I, that's that's fantastic. And um, another question that I had for you was you talked about co-parenting with spirit. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that is also there's 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 so many gold nuggets in here. You are definitely going to want to re-listen. I, I uh, this is the, this is the um, this kind of this tells my age, but um, but um, but uh, going back, press the 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 rewind button. <laughs> press the rewind button go okay. back there you listen go to this again and take notes okay okay so co-parenting yeah exactly yeah co-parenting with spirit what is tell us about that um well spirit meaning whatever you connect with so um I, I, I make it a point never to um, get involved in each individual person's connection with spirit. So whether you see it as God, whether you see it as the universe, whether you see it as the goddess, whether you see it as whatever it is, sacred presence or all that is, whatever. Um, but no matter what, there is a an energy, uh, an infinite source um, of information and resources and it's flowing through every single person. So um, co-parenting with spirit means that you remember that you're not on this journey alone mm. that it's not you know your kids are having an issue and all of a sudden it's like what do we do and yeah. you, it's so tempting to feel that as a parent you're supposed to have developed this inner instruction manual on how to be a parent and right. you're supposed to have all the answers yeah it's not true <laughs> right. please don't believe this is true and when you actually start co-parenting with spirit it's pretty phenomenal how how when you open up to the resources that are the universe. When you actually go, hold on, I'm not in this alone, help. And you mm -hmm. tap in to whatever you see that as, and you say, I'm asking this, I need a solution, please. Then you listen. And it's amazing right. how fast. Right. So right. Um, a great little story of how that can work is there was a time I was homeschooling, you know, two girls, my son had just been born we were living way up in the country. It was all a little bit chaotic. And, um, but my eldest, she became much to probably the chagrin of her younger sister. She became incredibly lonely. Mm, right. <laughs> she was like, well, I want a friend. And it became this thing of like, you have a sister who's 10 months you're younger. Right. <laughs> we won't go there. And, but it was like, she's like, I want a friend. And, um, we were, it was like this kind of, 
oh my goodness, what do we do about that? And so first of all, it was helping her get into alignment because I knew that that was important. So it was like, okay, write down all of the different things that you would like to have in a friend, you know, like write a list of what you're asking for. And then it was like, now write a list of all the things that you appreciate about your life. You know, she knew that this was kind of a bit of alchemy going off. Um, it's like, write about the things that you appreciate in your life. And then she's, and then I was like, now go distract yourself and go outside. I think I got her to weed her garden or something. I was like, mm-hmm. go put yourself on a task that you have to go get done. So those are the first three steps. It was like, go. Right. And then I had a little conversation with the divine basically and said, what you got? <laughs> right. I, got I was like, I yeah, nothing. There is no, I'm like, this does not add up. I was like, she wants a friend. I was like, we don't have any kids in the area. And I was like, there's not really anything that I'm aware of that I can enroll her in. I thought everyone was happy. What do we do? So knowing that she had asked and I was asking. And I kind of just left it at that. So parenting Mm -hmm. with spirit, you take care of it. (laughs) It goes. Right. And um, the very next day, and I will say within 24 hours, actually under, I got a phone call. And someone said, hi, I got your name from someone else. We're starting a homeschooling group, actually, up a homeschooling collective of all the other homeschoolers in the area. Would you like to join? Sweet. And I went, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And we went there. And my girl, you know, my eldest, she met a great friend. They be, they bonded immediately. We had play dates. And that was done. And it was a good set go for probably about three years. Right. Sweet. And you went, Wow. I know at one point in time, I would have done a whole lot of legwork. I would have gotten on the phone. I would have gotten into the newspapers. I would have been asking all the questions. I would have been really stressed. What if I can't get her something to add this up? Co-parenting with spirit means you you gather those ends together and you just go, show me which Mm. one. I love that. I love that story. And so, which reminds me, you, you mentioned um, Abraham Hicks. Have you have you uh, read the Sarah series? Yes, I love. Oh my gosh! You I, know, you know, amazing. I read those. I think I've read. You know, I, I've read them with my children over and over yeah. and over again. I still, they're like comfort to me. They sit. Yeah. I still have. They sit in my night table, and every once in a while, I just. I mean, I read, I've read them all like six times a piece it's it's so <laughs> funny because the first one i had the first one when the girl the, our, our, our girls were growing up and i had i had that one sitting there but then i could never actually access and then i kept forgetting to get the other ones right. and i actually only got the other two last year oh okay and my daughter sat and read them and she's like oh my god these are amazing and then my son read them and then finally about six months ago i sat and read the other two they are phenomenal. They really, really are phenomenal. I recommend them to everyone I talk to now. They are exactly, uh, you and I, um, I'm gathering from our conversation that you and I have very, have very similar teachings, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's, I'm reading what I teach and I, yeah. and, and it's, but it's, and, and so for, for you listening, the Sarah ser- series are, um, they were written by Jerry and Esther Hicks. And I think Jerry Hicks, maybe um, Sarah, Sarah one, Sarah two, Sarah three. Okay, just three. I wish there were a set of twelve, <laughs> honestly. But there are three books, and they're all about exactly what Christina was talking about: is that co-parenting yep. with spirit. That that yep. right there. Um, so maybe not co co because it's the the character is a as a little girl. Yeah, but it's it's he, co-living. The, it's it's yeah. You're receiving the information, and it's all about how do you actually. 
you know, um, connect that. It's, it's, it's funny because an image that comes to mind is, you know, Wrinkle in Time, the book Wrinkle in Time mm, by Madeline right. They talk about traveling in time where you gather the folds of the universe, you know, like you see it like a fabric and you pull the cords together. That's right. kind of what these kind of things are, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know what? I'm not doing all the legwork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and these, these, these books teach your kids because yep. they're, they're kids' books. They're, they're, these books teach, teach your kids how to do this and how to feel good, how to empower yeah. them to feel good. And it, they're brilliant. Anyway, they really, um, really are. This yeah. is this. Is, I I've really love this conversation, Christina. I feel oh, like hi. we need to have another one at oh, some hi. other point. But can, before we go, um, first of all, can you tell us about your podcast and tell us what it sure. means to be showing up whole? You, t- I think you, you, you've, you've talked about it, um, um, a little bit already, but what exactly does that mean to you showing up whole? It's funny. Cause actually that's what I ask every single guest I talk to. Mm. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, so you put me on the spot. Oh. Um, no, show, showing up whole for me truly does mean acknowledging that you are a spiritual being having a physical experience mm. and that you bring with you, um, a unique spark of life. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, what you're here to shine forth and so therefore it's about gathering in all of the phenomenal tools that you can from mind body heart and spirit and using all of that to really shine that light forward right it's it's about showing up as your whole self Mm -hmm. and it's not trying to be more spiritual or not you know denying your physical reality it's really about encompassing your whole self and showing up in every moment to the best of your ability as that version of yourself Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. I've loved this conversation, Christina. It's been amazing. We are very aligned. I love it. I love it. I'm (laughs) so glad that we could do this. Me too. So you'll definitely want to go and check out Christina's uh, podcast, Showing Up Whole. Um, And Christina, can you tell us about a time in motherhood when you either overcame something or you achieved something that just felt impossible? Um, there, oh, there's been so many and (laughs) there's been so, so many. Um, I would probably say that one of the profound ones was giving birth to my son, Mm. um, where, uh, I actually gave birth to him at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, it actually gave birth to him unassisted because of certain periods of experiences that had been happening around us. So he landed in my arms basically. And I, I remember that that was one of the, one of the first moments where I really knew the depth of, of connecting with that spiritual intuitive Mm. voice and allowing it to literally flood out in front of me. Um, And I'd had experiences with that before Um, I had kids. But that was when I really felt that wall drop of knowing that parenting could be this intuitive, incredible flow out from that. Right. So I suppose that could be seen as an achievement. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I would lean more to seeing it as an allowing. Mm, right. Um, and I think the allowing is the achievement. And of I course, do too. Um, yeah. another situation, I know you only asked for one, but um, my daughter just literally um a few months ago came out of her first relationship and it was a bit of a hard breakup mm-hmm. and i will say that um then when i could tell that things were just really hanging on 
even just in the house, there was this kind of just heaviness in the house. Mm, And we sat together, um, did like a little stone circle and we like surround ourselves with crystals and we lit a candle and we did a meditation together and we did a releasing ceremony together. And we, um, I basically did for them what I always do for all my clients because these are the things that I do for my clients, you know, and I have a membership group that we do these kind of things all the time together. And I led them through meditation and I led them through all these things and watching them come out of that and knowing that everything had shifted, Mm, feeling the whole house shift and watch a practical spiritual tool like Mm -hmm. releasing, you know, we did a little freezing ceremony where we could actually like, you know, freeze a bottle of water that was infused with the energy of this situation. And we, we, it was fun and it was in flow and it was exciting and magical. And, and yet that all tied into them feeling so much lighter Mm, and they turned around and they went, what was that? And they were like, man, I must admit a little bit of a moment of pride because they were like, did you just make that up mom? And I was like, I did. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, whoa. And I was like, uh, this is kind of what I do. interesting they're like well this is just what i do right this is what i do what do you think i do at my desk every day and they're like well we don't know we know you don't like do parenting stuff i'm like i do magic over there right right (laughs) that's what my son thinks actually he thinks i do magic he's like but what are those my incense but what is that last night there was weird my husband was burning some um some sage and he said mom what's that smell and i said it's it's uh it's just we're doing some smudging and um and he said Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's like there's a deep satisfaction when you know um when you look at your kids and they're older and and you know that some of the things that you felt uncomfortable with, like what we were talking about, of really like allowing your spirituality to show up in your journey. Right. Um and having all these kind of layers that you had to work through. When you look at your kids and they go and they don't have those hang-ups. Yeah. Right. And it's so every, you know, they they They'll, they'll be talking to people and they'll be like, oh my goodness, you know, they've got such a victim mentality. I don't know what they're going to attract into their lives. And I'll right. be like, what just happened? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. you have no hangups with this? And they're like, no, why would we have hangups? That to me is, is a phenomenal achievement as well. So, yeah. That is an achievement. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that story. Okay. Um, so Christina, tell us how, um, how our listeners can find you because you have, I know you have a, a membership site, you have a Facebook group, you have all kinds of things. Um, oh, yeah, I have figured it all guys, yeah. Very, very helpful. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us, yeah. tell us a little bit what, about what you got going on and, Absolutely. and, and how they can find you? Absolutely. So my website is spirituallywearparenting.com. Most of the information you'll find on there. Uh, The breathing space is my membership group. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of a collection of women who have gathered together who all want to be diving into this. We have weekly energy healings that I offer and meditations that I offer. Uh, We have weekly themes, monthly concepts that we discuss. I'm actually bringing in a few people to also do some mentoring as well. So I have a breathwork facilitator who's coming in, a whole bunch of different magical things happening in there. Um, and and my Facebook group is Spiritually Aware Parenting Community over on Facebook, of course. And yeah, you'll find everything over at spirituallyareparenting.com. Okay. As well as I have a resource library that is there, so you can tap into all of that. Right, right. You have a free library too, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. So that's okay. it as well. So there's always different things kind of coming up. 
Okay. Yeah. This has been an amazing conversation. I feel, I I feel, I love these conversations. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I'm feeling (laughs) really energized to move through the rest of my day. Me too. Fantastic. Absolutely. No, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm glad we could do it. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for, thank thank you you for your time today. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Bye for now. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat, no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.